Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Well, as I'm sure you heard a little earlier today, the former Taoiseach John Bruton has died at the age of 76 following a long illness and he led Fine Gael from 1990 until 2001, served as Taoiseach between December 1994 and June 1997. And former News Talk broadcaster and Minister for Agriculture Ivan Yates is with me here on the programme today. Ivan, condolences on the loss of your colleague and friend. What are your earliest memories of John, Ivan? Well, I I have known him intimately since 1981. Uh, I was a backbencher when he was Minister for Finance, Industry and Commerce and back in finance again in the 80s. Uh, Then when the leadership thing after Garrett stepped down, I actually supported Alan Jukes. Alan Jukes was dislodged. And after about 1989, I was very close to him. I was one of his chief lieutenants in various heaves against them. He appointed me Minister for Agriculture and to this day we have been close. I've always regarded him as a very wise counsel, a close personal friend. I was at his 70th birthday party in his house in, in Dunboyne. I, I'm, I'm, I knew since last June that he wasn't well. He was quite secretive about it uh, and, and didn't have the energy to take a phone call a lot of the times that then he might ring me and we'd discuss various issues. And I found in sort of semi-retirement and different things, he always gave me great advice. He was completely committed in his adult life to politics. He went straight from college to being a TD in Meath and, uh, as you know, had, had very many ministries. And with his yeah. brother John, uh, sorry, brother Richard, that uh, they were quite a, a double act. And to Fanula, his son Matthew and three daughters, uh, and to Richard, my, my deepest, deepest sympathy. It is a great loss. He, uh, you mentioned Ivan, like he served in, in, in many roles, or I suppose in, in many portfolios, and, and obviously led um, the, the Rainbow Coalition, and, and as was his own support of you too, you know, on a, on a personal level. What will his legacy be when we look back through history, well, first Ivan? Of, first of all, he, he had a deep sense of history. Uh, he was a Redmondite. He had a strong. He was a strong student of history. First of all, he would have been one of the biggest Europhiles in Gareth Fitzgerald's administration. He would have been a bulwark against anyone who was anti-Europe. And he went on, of course, to be EU ambassador mm. to the USA. A job, a job he loved. So I think his contribution and our place in Europe uh, can be can be put at his door. He was wrongly, in my view, criticised of being John Unionist and being Anglo-Irish and all of that. But he, he, he continued a tradition which Gareth Fitzgerald had. On one hand, to be robust in trying to move a solution forward in Northern Ireland, but on the other hand, being sensitive to several hundred thousand Unionists. I think he was a great believer in the market. Uh, I think uh, it wasn't his fault that the public finances weren't fixed in the 80s. But I would say that uh, what his greatest achievement was uh, when, when, when things sort of fell apart between Albert Reynolds and the Beef Tribunal, he said to me, uh, look, we are the largest party in this rainbow government and whatever Dick Spring and Prunchies de Rossa want, give it to them. Because the better the government does, the more unified the government is, the better it will be for Fine Gael. And we actually gained eight seats. And during the BSE crisis, he was desperately supportive of me. So I'd say he was an excellent Taoiseach. 
He was a very good chairman and he was able to manage, uh, you know, at that stage it was entirely new to have a three-party coalition with Democratic Left, Labour and Fine Gael, and he worked that and mm. made it work very well. So that, that ability, Ivan, to kind of step back and, and nearly look beyond politics, like through, through a broader lens, really. Yeah, and that was quite different. He was really quite stubborn and ideological in the 80s, and he mellowed greatly. But he was always a gentleman to his fingertips. He was always a man of enormous integrity as well as intellect. Uh, He went on to chair the uh, IFSC. Uh, He was involved in a number of non-executive directorships of global firms. But he always wanted to make a contribution. He was always constructive. He he was a complete, like myself, a policy wonk uh, in terms of he took the, the substance and the detail very seriously. And I would say that he, he did the state some service. I remember he, he would have been um, Taoiseach Ivan around the time that I would have been maybe just, you know, transitioning from, from primary into secondary school. And and what I remember learning about John Bruton at the time, and, and rightly or wrongly, and, and I'm interested in, in, in your take on this, was that he was sort of labelled with the, the children's shoes and the tax controversy. Was that unfair? Yeah, well, put it like this. Uh, Jim Kemmy and others voted against that. It was a minority government. We went through three elections in, in 18 months, and it was a very, very difficult time. Uh, deep recession, deep deficit in the public finances. Yeah, so he was there for the good days and the bad days. In fact, you know, the, the times now are so much easier in some ways of being government because of the public finances. But I, I just want to pay tribute to him. He was a gentleman a close friend, and he will be greatly, greatly missed. On a personal level, Ivan, um, you know, b- behind, I suppose, the, the closed doors in, in government, had you, had you good fun? Like, was there, beyond politics, where were his interests? Yeah, we had a great sense of humour. I remember he would talk about Chirac, and he would talk about, you know, John Major and different people. A great sense of humour. Uh, loved a, a glass of red wine. Uh, was great company. Uh, and and always, always entertaining and, and very knowledgeable on so many different subjects. Uh, but his, his, his whole commitment to life rotated around public life, politics and so on. A dedicated, obviously, public servant, Ivan, throughout really, yes, you know, absolutely. his entire and, tenure. You know, uh, has done the state some service. Mm. Uh, text in from a listener John Bruton was such a genuine person with incredible integrity he was a pure gentleman with a great sense of fun and had the most magnificent laugh as well well former Justice Minister and John Bruton's party deputy Nora Owen was with us here too on, on Lunchtime Live and, and sympathies as well Nora to you on, on the passing Thank of John Yeah. Good afternoon Andrea yes I'm listening to Ivan there all the, all the memories come flooding back I too was at John's 70th birthday party and it was a real mixture of people. They weren't all Fine Gael wonks or anything. There was a mixture of incredible people that John had assisted or worked with over the years. Remember, he was only 22 when he went into politics. A bit like Ivan there, who Mm. I think was 21. And he served a huge apprenticeship in several departments. And I was looking back at, at the work in 19... I got elected in 1981 and um, Charlie Hawhey, quite frankly, had hidden the, the real uh, problems with our economy. And when John and, and Garrett Fitzgerald went in to do, John became Minister for Finance. John, at that time, that's 30 more years ago, warned that if we didn't get our finances right, we would have the IMF in. And 
ironically, the took 30 years, but they did come in. Yeah. So he recognised, even at the young age, in his early 30s, that we had to get our economy. And it led to a very difficult period in government in the 80s. But John was always there, willing to go out, defend what the government was doing. And I just feel so sad today for Fanola and the, the Matthew and Emily and Juliana and Mary Elizabeth and, and, of course, Richard, his brother, and his sister Mary. Mm. I mean, it's a terrible day Absolutely. for them. This strong... And I've heard the word patriot used. We shouldn't overuse that word. But John was definitely a patriot in the true sense. He worked for Ireland. How do you think he'll be remembered, Nora? I think he'll be remembered with a kind of a mixture. But I think the the people who will remember him, um, who maybe at times were critical of him, will probably now, I hope, say... There were things John Bruton said and did that were absolutely right, but we didn't fully understand what he was at. Uh, When he spoke about the unionist role in the North and how they couldn't be coerced or forced into uh, a unified Ireland, that was not a popular thing to say back then, you know, and and people were criticising him. And and I remember when I was involved in the talks in, in 1995, when we got them started with George Mitchell, you know, he wasn't a popular figure in the North. I mean, obviously, the nationalists were getting most of the coverage and the unionists, they might have listened to him, but they weren't really giving him any praise for supporting them and supporting. And Gareth Fitzgerald had also taken that line that there's a moment at which you can't coerce people into the change of their status. And John was brave in that. And when he became Taoiseach, for which I was so happy that he made it into the Taoiseach's role, because his whole life could have gone by and he mightn't have made it. Mm-hmm. And But for the fate, I suppose, when Labour and, and Fianna Fáil broke up. Um, I remember it well. I was, I was close to him. We were talking about it. Will it happen? And literally... I, you know, we woke up one morning and we were in opposition and the very next morning we were in government. And I remember the fear I felt as I went into the Department of Justice. Uh, I can imagine for John, mm-hmm. it was a huge ordeal to walk into the Taoiseach's department and know that the whole weight of the country was on your shoulders. It was amazing. He was a great European. People have talked about that as well. Yeah, I, I just wanted to ask you finally about that because you would have served in justice in a, in a very difficult period in that portfolio, Nora, because I was thinking oh, today yeah. of Veronica Geern and, yes, and Jerry, Jerry McCabe. McCabe. And, right, yeah. yeah, and, and obviously and, then... And in there, the was good... a very, there was a very aggressive opposition spokesperson, John O'Donoghue, who's a, a Kerry man. And, yeah. he was, and you see, one of the things that was happening was that Thankfully, the economy was beginning to turn upwards in, in, in the, in the mid-90s when we took over in 94, 95. So therefore, if you're an opposition politician, you look for the issues where you can, shall we say, have a go at mm-hmm. the government. And John spoke to me about that when, I, when he offered me the, the position of, of Minister for Justice. He said it won't be easy, he said, because drugs are growing in the country. There are, there are criminal gangs getting hold. There's terrible poverty uh, in ma- many parts of our big cities. And these are all adding mm. to kind of tensions. A supportive said, friend. You know, it's, going to be, it's going to be a, t- a, tough, a tough ministry. Yeah. But he always was side by side with me. He would ring me up or I, w- I could ring him if something was worrying me. And I felt I wanted to bring something to Cabinet, new policies. You know, it wasn't easy. We were, we were bringing in policies that were perhaps removing some of people's human rights and civil rights but they needed to be done. For example, 
bringing in the fact that the guards could question somebody for seven days once they got permission of a judge. That was a huge step, but people have forgotten that. And then we brought in the Criminal Assets Bureau where we were going to be able to freeze people's assets before they were convicted. Freeze them, not take them, but freeze them. These were significant, difficult difficult things. And Rory Quinn and I had many a discussion with Dick Spring and John Bruton about these issues because we were worried about our role in Europe and our laws. But we brought it in and the Criminal Assets Bureau has stood the test of yeah. time. Well, it's, it's, lots. well, I, I, I appreciate your, your time today, Nora, um, and sharing some of your own memories of, of John Bruton with us. Um, and I, you know, as I said, I, I, and same to Ivan as well for, for joining us here too on Lunchtime Live. We are thinking, of course, of uh, John Bruton's family, um, and his brother Richard and, and wider family and friends, uh, beyond politics as well today. But thank you, Ivan and Nora, for joining us here on Lunchtime Live. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.